And we've been talking about our thoughts, and we've been talking about listening to gossip and not listening to gossip, and we've been talking about, actually, y'all realize that gossip is the most damaging thing that you can have come out of your mouth? You also know that it's the most damaging thing that you can listen to? And I'm guilty, like the rest, but I'm working on that. I'm, I'm asking the Holy Spirit to help me. The word that come forth, too, from, from everybody that spoke up on stage, don't forget he lives in you. His very presence is in you. His very presence is with you all of the time. And I love something that, that Kyle said. Grace does not give you the right to sin. Nobody that's born again, nobody that's got Jesus in their heart is trying to do bad. We all make mistakes. We all have sin nature that that old habit that pulls on us. We all, we all cave into that at times. Everybody here does. And if you're not, if you, if you say, no, I'm perfect, you're far from perfect, Mr. Pride and Mrs. Pride. We all fall short, but we, there's nobody here that's born again that purposely is corrupt and purposely chooses to bad and purposely chooses to sin. If you are, you need to weigh where you are. And that have you so quenched the Holy Spirit that you don't listen to what he's saying? See, he's talking all of the time. But I want to talk to you about the, the very words that we speak. How do I build myself up to the place to where that is my, in a computer? Hi, Linda. How are you? I didn't know you were here. Everything's good? The very spirit that's inside of you needs to come forth. So we've got to recognize, and it's not, a, it's not a deep message. We're not, none of us, deep enough to have a deep message. We're not, doing, we're not doing the milk of the word, let alone the meat, most of us. Come on. But we, and until you get your mouth straightened out, James tells us that we can't control anything. But once you get your mouth started under control, then you start pulling away from that sin nature, that sin problem. Yes, I, the real me... Is, is what's born again. The real me is a new creature in Christ. The real me is the one that's made righteous by his blood. The real me is the one that needs to be out all the time. And we've got to recognize that it can be if we work towards that and follow that. I want to read out of the Passion Translation, John 15, 5 through 8. It says, And I am the sprouting vine, and you are my branches. As you live in union with me... As your source, fruitfulness will stream from within you. But when you live separated from me, you are powerless. Did you hear that? See, when you're speaking words and when you're thinking, well, let's, let's back that up the way it goes. When you're thinking thoughts that should not be thought about, then you're going to speak words that are not going to give you any direction or going to take you anywhere because everything you speak is what directs you and guides you in your future. How you talk, what you say, what you spend time with is going to draw you towards it. I don't care what topic you pick up. It's going to take you that way. It goes on and says, If a person is separated from me, he is discarded. Such branches are gathered up and thrown into the fire and burned. But if you live in life union with me, and if my words live powerfully within you, then you can ask whatever you desire and it will be done. When your lives bear abundant fruit, 
you demonstrate that you are my mature disciplines who glorify my Father. In the passion, that's amazing. Now, that's the, that's the set of scriptures that talks about abide in me and I will abide in you. That's the set of scriptures I read. We've got to recognize that God's word is the will of your life. That's what he wants for everyone here. And if you get in the New Testament and you read what he's done for you and read who you really are, Colossians and Ephesians and those set of scriptures, those set of books, they talk about who you are in Christ and they talk about the Holy Spirit that lives in you. John, John said, it's, it's expedient that I, in John, it's expedient, Jesus said, it's expedient that I leave. Because when I leave, I'm, the Father is going to send you me. Not just the person of Jesus, the spirit of Jesus. God himself is translated and down here. And when we say yes to him, all we have to do is believe. And then by faith, all of his fullness, it says in the Bible, all of his fullness lives in me. So if it lives in me and I start recognizing that and I start feeding myself with the truth, I, I love to find people that have got a Bible that's absolutely wore out. Now, you say, well, look at yours. Yours is, well, yeah, my Passion Bible is pretty new. But I've got some that I had to put to the side because I can't even get through it. Well, I'm not boasting on my reading. I'm boasting on how slow I am to retain it. But this is the answer. He is the answer. Spending time with other people. Well, i got to back up on that one because most of us are, are such a mess that we're not really, really good influences. But we've got to find the ones that are. And we've got to spend time with the ones that don't talk about people. We've got to spend the times that all they do is encourage people. We've got to spend time with the people that know who they are. Colossians 1.3 says, I've been delivered out of the power of darkness. See, if I've been delivered out of the power of darkness, what's that mean? That means that I've been delivered out of the power of darkness. That means that that sin man is no longer controlling me. Now, at times he gets in, at times, at times I, I allow my thought pattern to, to go in the wrong direction that draws me into my old self. But that's not really me. Paul talks about it. We brought it about, Doc brought it up Saturday morning in prayer. Why is it that he says... The things I want to do, I can't do. And the things that I don't want to do, I do. Everybody here is guilty of that. That's because we've not yet, and Paul had not come there. Think about it. Paul was killing Christians. So he had a mental battle that he had to fight all of the time. Everybody here does. We know when we're doing wrong. We know when we're saying wrong. We know when we're thinking wrong. We've just got to choose to put the word in it. When we do, our life will change. Because I've been delivered, you've been delivered. Hebrews 4.12 says what? It says that the word is alive and sharper than any two-edged sword. Well, what, is, what does that mean, a two-edged sword? Two-edged sword literally means when you look it up, it means he spoke it and you spoke it. He spoke it and you spoke it. Well, why is that? Because he's dealing with our thoughts and our intents. And when you speak the word, whatever you weren't thinking about or whatever you wasn't thinking, duh. <laughs> whatever you were thinking about that you shouldn't have been thinking about, this changes it. And I can tell you for a fact, in my own life, 
The word is the only thing that pulls me out of depression. The word is the only thing that pulls me out of wrong thoughts. The word is the only thing. And I catch myself thinking thoughts that I shouldn't be thinking. And I'm not talking perverted thoughts. I'm just talking thoughts against people and those kind of things. I, I say to myself out loud, no. The truth is, I'm a new creature in Christ. The truth is, I don't think that way about people. I will not talk that way about people. I'm righteous. I'm full of the Holy Spirit. You tend to stop talking about and judging people. Who are we to judge anybody, folks? And once you really get a handle on grace, you'll quit judging people. You'll quit calling them idiots. How dare us call anybody anything when we really don't know their life or what they're going through or what's taking place in life. We really don't. I don't care if you're living with the person. You really don't know the deep, 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 deep secrets in their heart. You share as much as you can if you've got a good relationship, but you really don't know the deep what's causing the fears and the anxieties, and you don't know what causes them to say the things they do. And maybe they do like Paul. I said the things, I, I was an idiot, but I didn't mean to be an idiot. But see, our place is to realize what's in us. I don't care what your age is, guys. Our place is to know who's here. Our places know that he's the one's directing us. God. Our, because, why? Because that's what I want to speak. That's what I want to say. That's what I want to talk about. You say, well, Pastor, you're talking about words all the time. That's what destroys us. My heart breaks for 11,300 carps and 10,000 maybe more because most of them did not know Jesus. And it's a heartbreaker. But we've got to be the ones that speak the right words about people and situations. But, you know, the word, the word, the word here is called rhema. There's just the written word, but then there's this word, that when you read it and you start speaking it, it's a life-changing, it's power. There's power behind these words. Our everyday words are power to take you to the wrong direction. But when you use these words, I, I, I cringe sometimes when I listen to the, the vocabulary of some people. When I worked at the coal mines, I, I, it, and I'm sure the prison and some of the systems like that are all the same, it's like, it's like that one adjective that starts with an F had to be in, had to be in, had to be in the sentence two or three times. And then, and then when they curse the, the only God they've really got, they damn him. It, it's like, are you, are you really sensitive to what you're saying? Well, they're not. And they, they may be going to heaven. I can't, I'm not judging that. But I'm just thinking the fruit's not coming out because, because many don't know they've got the fruit in them. I didn't know it for years and years and years. I was born again at 12 years old. But I didn't know that the Holy Ghost lived in me. I was never taught that the Holy Ghost lived in me. I, I, I was scared of the Holy Ghost because it was a ghost. That's what I was told as a child. But it's the Spirit of God that lives inside me and it's changed me forever and I'll never be the same. Matthew 4, 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but every word or every rhema, that, that word there is in Greek, every rhema word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Every rhema word, every living word, every, every word he has for us, everything that he has is life. 
It's what changes me. It's what changes you. And, but it's our responsibility to recognize. Romans 10, 17 says, So faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the rhema of God. Hearing by the rhema of God. Not just the word, because the word's more than just the word. It's rhema. It's life. The definition, the definition for rhema, let me, I had it on this first page. The definition for rhema is called, ah, it's a creating source. Now, talking about people, gossiping about people, judging people, and sharing that is also got life. But it's got, it's got different kind of life. It's got life that takes you to death. It's words of destruction. It, it's garbage. Where you speak life, I love to be around people that are nothing but encouraging. And there are a few that are like that. They speak nothing but. Kevin Prangy. I don't want, don't want to lift your, make your head any bigger than it is. <laughs> I've rode all the way to Wisconsin with him and all the way back from Wisconsin. Hours, seven hours up, seven hours back. And not one word about anybody. Negative. There's not very many people, Kevin. We were coming past when they had rabbits. And we were, we were high on tired. We were punch drunk. And I'll never forget, he wouldn't even talk about the rabbits. He just, I said something about all them rabbits and, the, and man, the smell must be something in there. And I, he said something like, could you imagine if they all got loose right now? Well, then we were picturing these rabbits running across the road. Well, see, that, there's, there's life in that. And we can be that way. But we've got to recognize our mouth is there to edify and build up. Our mouth is there to, 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 to take the gospel. Because what's the gospel? It's the good news. See, the kingdom of God, listen. The kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. The kingdom of God is what you're walking right now. The kingdom of God is what Jesus walked when he was here on earth. Everything he did was the kingdom of God showing me and you that we could do exactly the same thing. He spoke good. He laid hands on the sick was good. All the things that he did was good. It was all good news and we can bring the same Thankful. We see we have victory in that abiding. We have victory in, in, in being with him. We have victory in, in union with him. We have victory in that. We abide to stay in the state of, ex, of, of ex, expectancy. That's what abide means, staying in the state of expectancy. I love the word hope. Hope is a, positive, is a very positive thing. It's not a guessing game. It's a positive expectation of good is the definition of hope. We can live in that, but we have to recognize what we've got has to speak out of us towards people so you'll return, they'll return the same thing back to you. If we all come in here and spoke nothing but positive, you would be here every time the doors were opened. If you were always encouraged in the parking lot when you come in, if you were always encouraged when you went, I don't care where you go, if you went to Walmart every day, and everybody in there encouraged you, you'd go more often. As much fun as that would be. 
But you would because you're, you're drawn towards that. You're drawn, around, you're drawn to that. God takes care of that. He, he wants us to abide. He wants, us to re he wants that reinforcement, that truth that he's got everything, that truth that he's taken care of. But he wants you to walk the kingdom. Righteousness. Speak right things. Peace. You only have peace if you speak right things. Joy. You only have peace and righteousness if you speak right things. And it's all from the Holy Spirit. Every bit of it. What's the message about, Pastor? Listening to this voice. I love something else that Kyle said. We all, we've always said it needs to go from here to here. No, 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 no. And I thought that. Well, I, I just need to get my thoughts here. No, I need to get this here. Then, then, that, go, then, then I, that lines up with the word. It says to transform your mind, to change your mind. Well, how do I do that? I abide with him. I, I spend time like this morning. What a precious worship. Trinity, wherever you're at, she picked the songs this morning. We like to call her Tiffany. No, her name's, now I got everybody messed up. Trinity. First John 5, 14, it says, now this is the confidence that we have in him. In him. That if you ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Then it says in, in the New Living Translation, the next verse says, since we know he hears us, we know he will get what we, we will get what we ask. You say, you mean I can ask for a Corvette? That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about this coming out. Now, if you need a Corvette to do what he wants you to do, then that's a different story. If you can get in it. He's talking about the fruit of the Spirit coming out of your life. He's talking about love, joy, peace, long-suffering. If you need that, ask. And why do you ask? Because it's his will. To you to walk in that. It's his will for you to encourage people. It's his will for you to lay hands on the sick. It's his will for, for, you, to be, to, for you to be a small Jesus in the kingdom of God, walking and touching and touching hearts and touching lives. Matthew 21, 19 said that he spoke to the fig tree. Well, what did he do? He used the power of his word to curse the tree. He said, well, he shouldn't have cursed that tree. You don't know the whole story of why he cursed the tree, and that's none of our business anyway. He was showing the power that your words have. What about, what about when he was out on the water and the sea was raging and he spoke to the waves? And then could you imagine? Here we've got, I was on the Sea of Galilee one time and I, the, I couldn't believe how big the waves just rolled in all of a sudden. Never forget that. I mean, it was like, oh my gosh. He spoke to him and it went pow. It didn't just go. Calm, on glass, perfect skiing if you're into skiing. I don't know if you could have rode fast enough to do that. But, but, but his word, his word, folks, it's, it's not just kind of works. It works. It works. Anything that's attacking you, this is the answer. Anytime you want to bless somebody, it is the answer. Anytime you're discussing and just having a conversation, it is your directive force. It is your answer. You say, you mean I, I just got to be speaking the word all the time? 
You don't have to speak scripture and verse. Just speak the content. You, you, you mean, you mean I, I, I can be faithful? You can be faithful. You mean I can be kind? You can be kind. If you're a born-again Christian, you, you should be. At least work towards it. You're, boy, you, I've been, you know, I've been talking about this for two, three weeks, and everybody just stays quiet. Everybody needs to grin at me one time. Help me here. Because it's the truth. It's, it's what changes our life. It's what takes care of us. John 15, 7 says, If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you... Well, you say, well, what, why do you keep bringing up the ask? Because James says, if you need anything, to ask for it. James said, if you need wisdom, ask. I've got wisdom. I mean, it's all here. But he says, ask. And then he says, he will answer. And then he says, all you have to do is do what he tells you. And watch how much better your life is. Watch how much better the life is going to be. 2 Corinthians 10.4, everybody knows this scripture. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for the pulling down of strongholds. Against what? Against the thoughts and the intents and the things that are against the things of God. But it, in the New Living Translation, that, that, that says any rumor, any human, it says, and any human reasoning that's against the word of God, I, it captures the rebellious thoughts and teaches them to obey Christ. Anything I've got going on that's going to head me in the wrong direction, I instantly can change that. By having a little bit of knowledge, I can say, no, that is not what I need to spend time on because that will pull me down into depression. I will be bummed out. Yesterday I had a day where it was just a, a quiet day, not much going on, and I had a lot of times where my mind wanted to go just different crazy ways, and I knew, and I knew what it would do to me. So how did I beat it? This right here. Was it an exciting day? Parts of it were when I was right here. Come on. See, we've got to recognize this is the source, and my mouth directs me. My, 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 thoughts, my thoughts get me going, but my mouth is the one that, whatever you ask, you get, the Bible says. Well, if I'm asking stuff and I'm speaking stuff that I shouldn't, you say, well, Pastor, you keep going on and going on about this. I, I, we got to get the revelation, folks, that what you say is what you're going to get. If you want to have a good time, speak it. I'll never forget, my dad was a control freak. And he would live to, to the point that we'd get in the car to go on a vacation. He said, now we're going to have a good time. <laughs> well, there was truth in that. But yet his attitude and his actions behind it wasn't really the, the source. He'd come out of here and not out of here. Because at that stage of his life, he didn't know that what he had here. When he found that, he, his life totally changed. When you find it, your life will totally change. When you recognize, I, I love what Kyle said, we don't mean to do wrong things. We don't mean to do, we don't mean, mean to just totally sin against God. We don't mean to do that. And, and we always know that it's really not what we should be doing, and God is working on us in love. He loves us. See, the word, folks, listen, the word comes to life as we speak it. That's what it says. Hebrews 4.12 says, live and active. 
Proverbs 8.35 says, For wherever, for whoever finds me finds life and receives favor from the Lord and receives favor from the Lord. Whoever. Whoever. Well, that, that's, that's me and you and anybody that wants it. John 4.14 says, But those who drink the water I give will never be thirsty again. It becomes a fresh, bubbling spring within them, giving them eternal life. Wow. That's not just while we're here in this vapor. That's not while we're just here in this short span. That's forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. And the, the more of this that we can get in us, the more of this that we can, we can know generally what it says, the more we, we read the Word, the more we get up and give Him time. You know, I just want to encourage you. Find a few minutes every day. I mean, even usually it's 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 usually it's better the first thing in the morning because you haven't got cluttered with all the stuff that you feel like you got to get done. It's amazing how even in the ministry we get so busy doing the things of God that we don't really spend relationship time. But if you can make yourself get up, make yourself spend a little time, make yourself. I have the staff all gets here a little bit early every morning, and they're paid. They get an hourly rate to spend time in the Word. Why? Because that's the answer for our sanity. That's the answer to put up with John. I mean, my gosh. Yeah. You know I'm just kidding. And you got, and you got Tiffany beside you. It's the answer. I mean, come on. It is the answer. It is the answer. Proverbs 4.23 says, Guard your heart. Mm. Guard your heart above all else. For what it determines is the course of your life. Well, like Kyle was talking. What's a heart? It's the spirit man inside us. It's, it's our spirit to come alive again. It's, our real, it's not our pumping heart. Where it's located... I don't know. Doc, Doc don't even know that one. It's in us. We just know it's in there. We just know that it's that still, quiet voice. We just know that it's that conscience that been renewed when we got born again. Uh, if you had good parents, you were raised with a, a different conscience than somebody with a bad parent. But Christ's conscience is the conscience that I want to follow. I want to be at a place where I, I recognize and I know it. But to do that, I've got to recognize the word. And then I've got to use the word like a double-edged sword to fight. Psalms, closing verse. Psalms 119, verse 130. The entrance of your word gives light. The entrance of your word gives light. He's the answer, folks. But we are responsible for what we say. Every one of us here. And I don't care who it is. Everybody here will catch themselves in the middle of the words they say. Like, ooh, I wish I hadn't have said that. And sometimes, most of the time, you can't go back and fix it. You just got to go, okay, God. I know you forgive me, but I've got to have more help of the Holy Spirit. I've got to have that power that you give me to overcome those negative things that I say and I do. Because that's my life where I'm headed. Let's just close out with prayer this morning. Let's all stand up. Father, we thank you. Father, we know that your word is the truth. We know that your word is the answer.
Help every one of us be rec to recognize that we purpose to help people. We purpose to love people. We purpose to care for people. Oh, we've got people that bother us. We've got people that we don't like to be around. But, Father, we still can, can speak only good things. If not anything, at least, at least to the place where, Father, we can uh, not cause damage. Help us to walk according to your word, forgiving and loving everybody that we come in contact with and everybody that we think we know. Let us give the word of love over them, Father, in spite of whatever we think we see or we think's going on. Help us to just love them. Hate the sin, but love the person, Father. We thank you for that. We give you all the praise this morning in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Call you blessed, you are dismissed. We have an elders meeting as soon as we can wrap up in here. We'll be up front if you need prayer for anything.